Hi guys, it's Tommy Freeze Pops here with you again, right here on Great Dane Nation. And guess what? This is the final week of summer vacation content. Morton and I will be meeting in person this week for the first time ever at this year's induction weekend at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We're planning to talk to a whole bunch of Hall of Famers. We already have the great Willie Rofe on board, Morton's teammate in both New Orleans and Kansas City, so that's going to be awesome. Morton and I are going to be recording stuff all week long, going to record some stuff in person. I mean, I just can't be more excited. There's going to be gold jackets everywhere. I can't wait to be up there surrounded by football royalty. It's going to be so much fun. So for this week's episode, Morton and I did a preview of our upcoming trip, Enshrinement Weekend for the Class of 2020 and the Class of 2021. Let's kick it. Hall of Fame week is upon us here, people. Morton Anderson, you are in the Hall of Fame. You go to Canton every year to hang out, wear the gold jacket, kiss babies, sign autographs. What is your favorite thing about going to Canton every year? Oh, man, that's a tough one. But I love the luncheon, the gold jacket luncheon, where they close the doors. They invite all the gold jackets in to have lunch, and everybody else leaves the room, and it's just us. And then anything goes. People can stand up and talk, make comments, welcome the new class, give advice, tell a story. Any unfinished business that has to do with you know those 120 to 140 guys that are in that room – whatever the, the the amount might be that's a cool that's a heavy room that's a fun that's a fun time and uh it's exclusive so i mean no one david baker the commission nobody's in that room but us just the uh the gold jackets and uh that's 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 a cool one the uh when I got inducted, I did the parade on Saturday morning, and there was like you know fifty to a hundred thousand people of Canton and Akron that come in, and they come out on the streets, and kids are there, and it's a good vibe. So I have chose. I didn't do it for a couple of years, but I've chosen this year to be part of the parade. I think that's going to be a blast. As far as I think, well, what was the wildest? Well, a couple of things. It was the. The gold jacket, like induction, where you get your gold jacket Friday night and, you know, I had Sebastian up on stage and the commissioner David was there and they hand you the gold jacket for the first time and you put it on in front of 5,000 people in an arena. That's 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 heavy. And you go through the gauntlet of all the Hall of Famers and they congratulate you and pat you on the back and give you a hug. That's That's pretty cool. And then, of course, the induction itself is cool. The speech, the nervousness, your your son, like in my case, my son with the intro and then your family and friends sitting there and you delivering an important speech. That's cool. And then the party afterwards, really just an amazing conclusion to it. But there's lots of other stuff, too. You got the concert and this this year I'm fired up because you got Leonard Skinner, Big Wheels Keep on Turning tour. Uh, that's going to be fun. And then I think there's a warm up, some country dude. I'm not even I sure. think Brad Paisley's going to be there. Okay. No, I'm not, don't even know who that is. So I'm I, not a country I, guy. Like, I'm I, not yeah, a fan of him. He did the commercials kind of, with Peyton Manning, no? Yeah. He's, he's a decently big deal in country music. All right. So we got him. And, uh, 
I'll get there when Leonard Skinner starts. <laughs> I mean, Skin- Skinner is legendary, right? I mean, come on. Oh, I can't Leonard wait. Skinner. I can't wait. I can't wait to see those guys. I've never, I never heard them live. Are you going to get to meet them? I could. I'm sure if I really wanted to. Uh, that's not that important. I just want to hear their music live. But I might I go backstage. So. I might go Yeah, backstage. why not? You got the gold jacket. Come on. You don't even yeah, need a backstage my, pass. Sneak, that's uh, the backstage pass. That is true. <laughs> and then all the parties, you know, every inductee, and we have a huge, we have two classes plus the centennial class. So we're going to have like 20 some people. And this could be a lot of parties to go to. It's going to be insane. It's going to be a show up there. Everybody's going to be going nuts because they're finally, everybody's fully vaccinated, hopefully. And um, it's going to be a game on Thursday night. So I'll, I'll be going to that. So there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of action up there. It's a, it's a fun weekend, but most of all, it's fun because you're, you know, you're with your brothers, your Hall of Fame brothers, and you're revisiting and uh, rekindling relationships and continuing that. It's a pretty, pretty exclusive club. So two things. One, Hall of Fame game this year is Cowboy Steelers. They usually like to do two teams that are connected to people that are getting inducted, inducted that, right, that right. year. So I think, you know, Jimmy Johnson and Bill Cower are getting in from last year's centennial class. So they're mm-hmm. doing that this mm-hmm. year. Also, you got Drew Pearson getting in, Troy Palomalo. So it makes sense. And then the thing for me, hearing you say all that, can you give us any little morsels from that luncheon? I know it's secret. You know, the, the media is not there and people aren't in the room unless you got a gold jacket. That's the entry. That's the meal ticket in there. But you got to give us something, right? I cannot. I Give cannot. Me a little something, Morton. I have been sworn to secrecy. That is one thing we we don't talk about is that luncheon. So it's <sighs> off limits. I know. Uh, How's the food at least? Come on. Food is good. Food is good. There's an open bar. All right. Duly noted. Willie, Willie Lanier is usually the MC. Okay. He kind of keeps the thing, the train moving. And uh, you'll usually have like Michael Irvin and Chris Carter will usually speak. That's a Makes given. Makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and then, you know, the first year I sat next to Roger Staubach and I was just like, shit, that's that's Roger Staubach <laughs> sitting right there. And he's actually talking to me. Um, it was uh, it was it, it was a wild, it's a wild room. But uh, what takes place in that room will stay in that room. Ah, all right. One of these days. I'll get a few wines in you and I'll I'll, I'll get all these stories one of these days. <laughs> All right, so bring me back to your first Hall of Fame weekend. What was that whole experience like for you? I mean, it's still got to be surreal for you. You had, you know, a lot of your family there. It's got to be just an incredibly special moment. Yeah, it was. It's fascinating. Your seatbelt. It flies by. You have. Uh, I think I counted seventeen events that I had to go to in. You know, wow. Thursday through Sunday. <laughs> so it was a lot. It was a lot. A lot. A lot. I had a. Mark, one of my good friends now, Mark Milano, it was my driver. He was awesome. We got to know each other really well. We stayed in touch through the years. So he got me to all the places I needed to go on time. And um, yeah, it was it was humbling. It was intense. And my advice to the guys that go in this year is just to really try to take a deep breath and enjoy it. Try to slow it down as much as you can and be present. I know it's very easy to get ahead of yourself. And to get a little stressed out, but uh, you just need to really take a deep breath and just, oh, just enjoy it. So you mentioned the guys getting in this year. So this Hall of Fame weekend, 
the names that you will see are the class of 2020 modern era guys, which are Steve Atwater, Isaac Bruce, Steve Hutchinson, Edron James, and Troy Palomalu, as well as Bill Cower, Jimmy Johnson, Steve Sable, Paul Tagliabue, and George Young from the Centennial class. And then the rest of the Centennial class will get inducted at some point in early September. And then you're also going to have the class of 2021, Alan Fanica, Tom Flores, Calvin Johnson, John Lynch, Peyton Manning, Bill Nunn, Drew Pearson, and Charles Woodson. So really excited to see all these guys' speeches over the weekend. Going to be multiple nights. And uh, I mean, look, Peyton Manning getting in the Hall of Fame. That's pretty special. I mean, obviously, anyone getting in the Hall of Fame is special. But when you have a guy like Peyton Manning, who is arguably one of the best players in the history of the game getting in, that's a really cool moment. Yeah, you're going to see a bunch of Colts fans, you know, a bunch of Denver fans, a bunch of Tennessee fans probably, and then, of course, from his family. So it's going to be fun to see what uh, – you know, Peyton's always he's a funny guy, so he'll he'll have a good speech. I'm sure I'm, I'm happy for Steve Atwater. I'm happy for Alan Faniga. I promoted those two guys heavily, heavily. I thought they belonged, so so glad to see them in. And so it should be a good time. It's going to be a bunch of guys, and so they're going to have to keep this puppy moving or we're going to be sitting there at 3 a.m. going, and now we only have five to go, you know. <laughs> it's going to be a long couple of nights. It's uh, it's going to take a commitment on all of us to to be part of that and to support these guys and uh, should be fun. I'm really excited for a guy like Isaac Bruce to get in. I think it took him way too long. He was a guy that when he retired was in the top five in every category that mattered for wide receivers. And I just feel like he was a little bit of a tweener as far Mm -hmm. as the decades he played in. So he didn't play long enough in the 90s to be an all 90s guy, didn't play long enough in the 2000s to be an all 2000s guy. Mm -hmm. But Isaac Bruce, incredible player in his prime. So I think it's great that he's getting in for the 2020 class. And then 2021, Tom Flores, I think that that took way too long, man. And that up, you know, Tom Flores going in now, that opens up the door for Dick Vermeil, I feel, because I I was not confident that Dick Vermeil would be inducted before Tom Flores. And I think that Tom going in, that now opens up the discussion about Coach Vermeil and his right foot place in Canton. So I think we're going to get good conversation, good support next go around with uh, with Dick Vermeil. You've been to Canton a bunch of times as a Hall of Famer now, and I know we don't like to play favorites, but do you have a favorite Hall of Fame speech from your time since being a gold jacket? You know, I like the speeches that are kept to like 20 minutes, <laughs> and most of these guys go 40-some 50 minutes, 30 minutes. You were about 20 on the nose, I saw recently. It was 1933. It's pretty good. 1934, right in there. So I like guys that are funny, that the story tell, and that give me a couple of takeaways I can use. LaDainian Tomlinson, I learned a lot from him and his speech. I thought he was good. Terrell was good. I'm talking about my class now. As far as the the, the guys that came after after me, uh, you know, I know uh, there are a bunch of them that were very animated, right? Like Ray Lewis and oh man, yeah, very. I mean, he had his own mic set up and the whole <laughs> thing. So, um, 
you know, to me, that was a little over the top. Okay. But I, I, listen, it's whatever you That's want. That's Ray to, Lewis for you, right? It's whatever you want to make it. It's your moment. So I'm, I'm not mad at anybody. You know, I just say, don't give everybody an opportunity equally to speak. And if we're asked to keep it around 20 minutes, then we should try to do that respectfully. Let's face it. You can, you can say a lot in 20 minutes. Well, so I listened to your speech recently in preparation for a lot of this stuff we've been doing this summer. And, you know, you got in a lot of great stuff. I think you told the whole story. But I'm sure that you wish you had an hour to get in all the names. Because, I mean, you and I have been doing a podcast together for about a year now. And I know that there's dudes that we talk about all the time, both on the podcast and off air, that you probably wish you were able to mention in your speech. But you just didn't have the time to do it, you know? No, you can't. And if a lot of guys, you know, I wrote my own speech. Some guys have speech writers. And I think that's dangerous. That's just my opinion. I think it's dangerous because then do you own the material because you don't write it? I like to own it, you know, and I like to be able to deliver what I wrote, not what somebody else wrote. Does that make sense? Totally. Uh, so I think it becomes more powerful if you write it yourself and then deliver it. And uh, that, so that's what I chose to do. There were speech writers that were available to us if we wanted them. And I think some some of the guys took advantage of that. And I totally get it. OK, it's not for everyone. But I'm comfortable in that space. You know, I'm comfortable writing and I'm comfortable speaking. So it was naturally for me to just decide to do it myself and be completely authentic. It's not saying people that have speechwriters are not authentic because they still have to approve the script. So, hmm. you know, they're still putting their stamp on it. But um, it is difficult to – you can't mention everybody. So you have to blanket that and you have to mention people that are the, the most – important in your life that have the biggest influence. So you pick and choose and you do the best you can and you ask for forgiveness and understanding. That's all you can really do. How was it reading off those fancy TV prompters? It was like the <laughs> oh, like glass shields with the oh, white text. I saw that when they did one of the like the, uh, the wide shots of you on the on the stage. I was like, oh Morton's got the the fancy prompters going. That's that's we, gotta be cool. Well, we all had the three prompters, one in the right. middle, one to the left, one to the right. So one was kind of 12 o'clock, one was 2 o'clock, one was 10 o'clock. Mine didn't work from the beginning. Terrell stopped flickering in the middle, so he he had to pull out his written notes. So there, there were issues with the prompters throughout the night. Mine flickered on after about eight minutes. Mine flickered out, flickered back to life and... I was like, what do I do? Do I stay with my, I had my script, my written script. So I'm reading and I had my reading glasses on and you can see on the, on YouTube, you can see when I take my glasses off, yeah. that's when the prompters came on. My main concern was, are they going to be at the spot where I'm at? In other words, can I pick up my mm -hmm. script on the prompters from where I am? Or are they going to, are they starting from the beginning, you know? So I just took a quick glance and I realized, yeah, they are where I need to be. And then uh, I continued on the prompter, crossing my fingers, hoping that they wouldn't turn dark again. Because had they gone dark again, I would have been back to my written script, back with the glasses. And so it wouldn't have done us any favor. So they threw us a couple of curveballs. I'm not sure what the technology, what the issues were, but we had some cha challenges with the, with the teleprompters that evening for whatever reason. Amazing. Well, hey, you persevered. You got it done. We did, man. We got it done. Built differently, baby. Built differently, man. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, we'll talk to all you guys after Hall of Fame weekend. Talk soon. 
Here's your weekly reminder to follow us on Twitter at Great Dane Nation. Follow us on Instagram at Great Dane Nation VI. And remember, make sure you check out all of our previous interviews from Great Dane Nation on our Vegas Insider YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash Vegas Insider TV. You can go back and check out our previous interviews from Emmett Smith, Brett Favre, Troy Aikman, and many more. That's youtube.com slash Vegas Insider TV. Now let's get to my conversation with Kevin Rogers from Vegas Insider. VegasInsider.com is the global leader for sports gaming information, and it's your authority for the newest and best sports gambling podcasts. Every week, we're joined by one of our Vegas Insider experts to make us a little smarter. And this week, we welcome back Vegas Insider expert and the host of the Bet and Collect podcast, Kevin Rogers. Kevin, what's going on? Tom, good to talk to you again. Make sure you check out the latest from Kevin on VegasInsider.com. He's got podcasts. He's got picks. And the man, he really does it all. You got to find him on Twitter at VI Rogers. And Kevin, let's start out with Team USA Basketball. After a rocky start to their summer with two exhibition losses and a loss to France in pool play, they seem to have righted the ship a bit. They took care of international power Spain last night, and they're now advancing to the semis to take on another international power in Australia. We all remember Australia beating Team USA in a friendly in Vegas a few weeks ago. But is it different this time around? Is America going to take care of business now and roll its way to its rightful spot atop the international basketball throne? Or should we still be worried about this team? I wouldn't be worried. I mean, I don't think anything's a lock at this point, but they had some struggles early. And I still think the United States is at a disadvantage from the standpoint of I believe these other countries, you know, they're preparing more. The United States is kind of throwing this team together. And they're trying to go just on talent alone, which, you know, in most cases would be right. But at the same time, these other countries have caught up. You know, when you look at the rosters for Spain, for France, for Australia, they all have NBA players. And even Slovenia has Luka Doncic, one of the top players. It was actually Luka Doncic, who is the MVP favorite going into next season of the NBA. So... These other countries have caught up, but the United States still very good when you have Kevin Durant, who's a top three player probably in the world, and you have Damian Lillard and other pieces there. And then they got the guys from the finals that came in too. But I still think that, you know, they will end up winning the gold when it's all said and done. Is it going to be easy? No, but they should be able to beat Australia. And whoever comes out of the other match with France and Slovenia, it's not going to be easy. And look, they were up on France that whole game, and they had a, a meltdown in the final four minutes of that game. So let's not make it out to me that France blew them out either. So I still think the United States is going to have a good chance to win the gold here. All right, let's jump to something equally as important to the world as the Olympics. Preseason NFL football. The Hall of Fame game is this Thursday between the Steelers and Cowboys. And at last glance, I saw the Steelers are one and a half point favorites for that one. But Kevin, how do you approach preseason football from a betting perspective? Because I was talking to Paul Bovey the other day on my 24-hour stream, which we'll get to, and he was adamant that this was a great opportunity for betters to go out and make money. But that feels crazy to me. Like, I would never touch preseason football, but you live in this world more than I do. How do you approach exhibition football games? I mean, I love Paul. I've known him for years. He is a super sharp guy, and he's got the angles. I I hate preseason football. Yeah, it's so unpredictable. And I'm not saying that he's wrong as far as there's there's opportunities, because there are opportunities. But 
I just don't feel comfortable with games getting into the second half and you have a bunch of guys you don't know that, you know, could be doing things that nobody can handicap a lot of that stuff. I think the only way you really can go about it is if you maybe I, – I, okay, let me rephrase it, Tom. I think that you can do well in the preseason if you isolate your spot. So you can't say, I'm going to take five games. Like if you, you could find a spot here and there, I think. Maybe, even though I'm not you – know, I'm more of a side person than a total person, but maybe with totals, you know, even that Thursday night game with the Steelers and Cowboys, it's a low total. But these teams are kind of there as, as literally an exhibition. They're there. You know, Ben – Dak, those guys will be done quick, and then just kind of let's play the game and not not have anybody get hurt, and that's what the key is. And there are several coaches that do care about these games, or coaches that don't care about these games. That's also got to look at the handicapping is coaches that want to win. John Harbaugh is known for winning preseason games. He wants the Ravens to do well. There are other coaches that are just kind of like going through and saying, okay, let's just get in and out and be done with this thing. So that's another key is more so as opposed to the talent looking at the coaches that really care about these games. Yeah, I, I still don't think I'm going to touch this thing, but I, I totally understand what you're saying. And it, look, if you're looking for some action, there's football to be played. So really go out there and do your thing. Baseball. There's regular season baseball you can bet on and wait till <laughs> regular season NFL. People are addicted to football, though, man. You know, it's, uh, it's a crazy thing. Football is the best. All right, let's close things out with final totals for my 24-hour live stream from Denny's. Last week, Tom Cunningham and I did a full breakdown ahead of the live stream, and the consensus seemed to be on social media that I was going to go over on most props. And it turns out I actually went under on everything other than Great Dane Nation plugs. You joined me back on the back nine of that day. What's your read on how this whole thing played out? I mean, I, I was, I'm as shocked as everyone else. Okay, number one, um, I applaud you for doing this and going through with it because I would not have. So I, I congratulate you that you finished the whole thing. I was right on the over plugs for Great Day Nation because – those plugs and promos are always a good like fallback thing if you have nothing to talk about. And every hour, if you had some time, you could talk about it. So I thought that was easy. The food stuff, like I can't, like I don't know, like I couldn't really predict that. So I kind of stayed away from that. But no, for you to do this, you had a lot of great guests on, a lot of big names, and uh, you did it. So does that mean you have the top pick in the draft, or you have to still like pick it out of a hat again or something? So we actually picked picks the other day, and it looks like I'm picking seventh. So that's, I'm just you know what that's terrible. <laughs> like you did all of that. The least they could do is give you the top pick of the draft, right? I mean, it's awful. I should leave this league. I'll give it I one more shot. If I don't win this year, I'm out. I'm gonna put it on the record now. It's all or nothing. This really? Season. So if you yeah. lose in the championship, you're still gonna quit? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Because you've you've turned me here. I, I think I should be getting more respect than I am amongst my league members here. Well, two parts. I asked you before we started. I said, does anybody in your league have kids? You said no. I know you don't have kids. Eventually you'll have kids. You're going to get married. And once you have kids, you're not dealing with this BS anymore. <laughs> you're like, you know what? Sitting at Denny's, I'm like, no, I'm quitting. <laughs> That's the way it's going to be. So once these guys have kids, I'm assuming they're all guys. I don't want to say like guys or women. They are. Yep. That once they have kids, no one's doing this anymore. It's cool when you don't have kids. You can kind of just do whatever you want. When you have them, you're done. You're like, I'm not dealing with this anymore. I'm out. I don't care. 
So I'll just get ahead of it here, you know, like I'm going to have kids within the probably hopefully the next few years here. Uh, I'm out, guys. If I don't win, I'm out. <laughs> so. Tom, you're on the Aaron Rodgers deal. You're going through this year. It's your last dance. I'm done. That's, regardless. That's what you're doing. Call up the last dance. That's right. That's right. I'm going to post something about Michael Jordan cryptically on Instagram and see if people pick up on it. Kevin, thanks as always for joining us. And before I let you go, tell everyone what you're working on and where they can find it. We are continuing the Bet and Collect podcast, looking ahead to the NFL season. And we have the uh, Daily Insider live stream. It's twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Right now, you can find it on VegasInsider.com. And then we're back to five days a week coming up when the season starts. And we'll have plenty of uh, NFL breakdowns as we get towards it. But we're trying to get through August. But honestly, it's a good thing because July is a tough month and August now with the games on the horizon, it makes life a little bit easier. You can check that all out on VegasInsider.com. Check out the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TV, The Daily Insider with Kevin Rogers, my 24-hour stream at Denny's if you're a crazy person and want to see me scream at a laptop for 24 straight hours, youtube.com slash TV. Kevin, thanks for the time today. Thank you, Tom. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Great Day Nation. Next week, Morton and I will be recapping our weekend in Canton, Ohio, our first in-person meetup. I think we're going to try and record this thing in person while we're up there. So I'm fully preparing myself for this thing to go off the rails. It should be fun. We'll see you next time. Next time.